Hey everybody, and welcome to the Wealth Effect Podcast, where we discuss methods, strategies, and tactics to protect and compound your wealth. I'm your host, Matt Fabian, and I'm here to help you create your own wealth effect. Uh, here we are, November 4th, day after the election, um, and I'm here to talk about the fallout of the election and as it stands today uh, with no winner um, and pretty much not an outcome that most anyone expected. Uh, so today I'll be giving you five top takeaways that I learned from BlackRock's Live Market Pulse webinar. Uh, the topic was making sense of the 2020 election. Uh, how topical. So um, the first point that they made that should be pretty clear and obvious to anyone at this point is that there was in fact no blue wave. Well, what does that mean? Uh, and that's where the question really lies. Well, from BlackRock's perspective, that means less fiscal stimulus. Um, and most likely it'll come in January by whoever's in office and it will be one of their top initiatives, uh, whether it be Biden or Trump, uh, once they are inaugurated. And it's going to be more targeted and less broad than the original CARES Act. So we're probably looking at something like $500 billion to a trillion dollars in fiscal stimulus, uh, as opposed to, you know, the $2.2 trillion uh, or $2.4 trillion they'd been talking about a few weeks ago. Uh, and definitely way less than the three to three point five trillion that they were talking about um, over the summertime when the Democrats in Congress passed the Heroes Act. So we're looking at less fiscal stimulus, and that's really the byproduct of no blue wave from this um, outcome of the election. Well, okay, so we get less fiscal stimulus. All right. Well, point number two in BlackRock's assessment is then that policy burden falls on the Fed as it relates to the coronavirus economic uh, and health crisis. So a lot of what we're dealing with today in terms of our economic you know, malaise and situation that we find ourselves in today has to do with fiscal response and getting actual money into the hands of people and businesses. And that relies or falls pretty, you know, hand uh, hand in hand with the federal government being able to respond. Well, looks like we're going to be getting less of a response. So the Fed's going to need to step up um, and the burden of that is going to fall on them. So uh, additionally, with the smaller stimulus, inflation risk is going to be less of a risk moving forward, which will give the Fed some room to keep the, their rates lower for longer and depending on the path forward, you know, we're still not out of the woods yet as it relates to coronavirus. We're seeing lockdowns in, in Europe uh, and we're seeing a rise in cases here in the U.S. Um, it may be possible that the Fed needs to step in further uh, with additional asset purchases and expansion of the balance sheet if things get a little bit dicey here moving forward as well. So policy burden falls on the Fed. Um, that brings us to their next point, the third point, which is lower for longer equals a foundation for a robust equity market. Um, and what they really mean by that is from a fundamental standpoint, the way when, when you value risk assets, you use 
a discount rate to create a present value calculation. Well, if your discount rate is tied to the, you know, interest rate uh, that is going in the market, well, then your present value calculation will then be higher. So lower interest rates equals higher present value for risk assets, especially if yields don't rise in the future. If we're looking at the Fed keeping rates down to the floor and potentially even expanding their balance sheet further, uh, we can expect these yields not to rise, then the present values will stick around. Uh, and that's really a lot of the factoring into you know risk assets rallying over the last several months. And BlackRock doesn't see that really changing, especially with the power of low interest rates. Additionally, uh, there will be a continual quote unquote search for yield by investors who are forced to move out the risk spectrum to achieve their targeted returns in a low rate world. So this is everyone from you know your standard retirement investor who is looking for growth in their portfolio because they need to you know make sure that they live out their time horizon to the pension funds and endowments that need to hit a you know certain rate of return bogey every single year. Um, BlackRock sees this to be a powerful, for, powerful force moving forward in a low rate world that will keep, you know, risk assets moving forward and be accretive to uh, the equity market. Fourth point is that there may be a legal battle from the fallout of this election, um, but it may not make a difference. And we're really already seeing that play out. Uh, in Pennsylvania with a lawsuit already filed by the Trump campaign um, around the ballot counting. But it might not actually make a difference to the outcome of the election. And so that's where, you know, you really want to keep your eye on the prize or whatever you want to call it, um, you know, sift through the for the signal out, out of the noise and realize that this is more political process and posturing as it, then it, what it really will mean from the actual ele- outcome of the election. Um, at the end of the day, it just takes the required electoral college votes um, and, you know, you, com- you can combine them any which way you want. Um, and ultimately, you need to have the amount, you know, enough of those, enough of the states to go in your direction. And, you know, if one of those states isn't important to getting to the treasured, you know, 270 votes, then it's not going to be important to the outcome of the election. So keep your eyes on that. Uh, and lastly, the fifth point, what we're seeing right now, um, and I hope I'm not speaking too soon, and I hope BlackRock didn't speak too soon as well, but really it's a testament to the American, to American governance, our political process, uh, our democratic republic right now, as well as capital markets. Um, and what they really mean meant by that is going into this election, there was palpable anxiety around how this election would pan out and if there would be general angst and unrest across the country. I mean, we had reports of, you know, businesses boarding up their shops in L.A. and New York and really expecting similar social unrest that we saw in the summertime and fortunately so far this has not panned out um you know regardless of what your political leanings are uh social unrest like that is you know obviously not what anybody wants uh you know to be the outcome 
So even though the election results are still looming, um, and as I record this right now, it is looking like Biden might be able to pull it out. Um, he's, you know, just got, um, I think it was Michigan, uh, and really is only waiting on, you know, maybe Nevada to pull it out. But regardless, um, there's been, you know, a lot of anxiety and there is still a lot of anxiety, but our Democratic Republic's elect actual electoral process is proving to be resilient. And that really is the basis for how our capital markets function. Um, having a functioning um, source of government governance, having a functioning socioeconomic s system just in general. And a lot of the strong performance, and this is what they contended, uh, BlackRock that is, a lot of the strong asset performance, you know, from stocks to bonds today, you know, really could have just been, you know, a vote of confidence and a testament to the fact that, hey, things are working. <laughs> and a lot of people um, didn't think that this election may, may have gone so smoothly. Um, and again, I hope I'm not speaking too soon. A lot can change. A lot has been different than what we were expecting. Um, but in general, so far, this has gone off a lot smoother than most would have expected. Um, and the outcome is a bit different than most would have expected as well, as per the polls, which, you know, go figure, just like in 2016, it's proving to be a lot different than what the polls said leading into it. But anyway, uh, that is the five key takeaways from the Black Rocks uh, webinar today on making sense of the 2020 election. I wanted to provide this to you all to you know, really help uh, see and hear the signal from the noise going on right now. There is a lot of noise. There's a lot of um, you know, commentary that may not be productive to your wealth. Definitely not to your mental health. Uh, don't forget about that. Um, so I wanted to take the time today and let you all know what I thought was important and, and meaningful out of this webinar from BlackRock today. So I hope you all found it beneficial. Please don't hesitate to reach out if I can ever be a resource for you. Thanks for tuning in. Take care. Investment advisory services are offered through Fabian Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor authorized to do business in states where registered or otherwise exempt from registration. Nothing discussed during the show should be viewed as investment advice. Everything discussed is generic, non-specific, non-tailored information. If you have questions pertaining to your specific situation, please reach out to us at info at fabianwm.com or call us at 925 322-2450.